Niggas ain't know that shit. Mm. So I'm building workers in that motherfucker. Like, that's what you need to be building. You don't just want people to build buildings and, oh, yeah, if you start a small business, like, bro, 90% of small businesses fail. They fail, bro. Nine out of the ten small businesses that come out of this minority plan that, that Joe Biden has are going to fail. So then what? You back where you started. Talking about home ownership. That's great, bro. I want every nigga to own a home. But you realize the reason that the work up is so hard because they did it hell on for years. The value of white people's homes is not going down anytime soon. So again, you would need something exponential to happen if you want to close the racial wealth gap. And then you got to hold on to the exponential growth. It has to be conscious exponential growth. It can't just be the government injects a large amount of money and then the racial wealth gap is closed. Because as soon as the government take their hand off the take their hand off the back when niggas riding the bike, oh, you lose the blue out of the bike the first time. Your parents held you on the on the held the back, right? Mm-hmm. Because the moment and they, they held it, they held it until they felt like you were stable, they let you go. Once they let you go, you got a fucking pedal. You're not equipping niggas to pedal, but you want to get them on the bike and, and, and ride them down the hill. The moment you take your hand off, these niggas going to crash and burn. Niggas don't know how to fuck it. Niggas don't know how to fucking do what they need to do. Niggas don't know how to do what they need to do, bro. These niggas don't know economics. These niggas don't understand this sudden your choice. These niggas not understanding that shit. Because, again, the government, so they, they're trying to, they're doing this white liberal shit. Minorities can't make it without us. They're doing that shit. They're not teaching them. Bro, you have a choice to not watch TV. I know the Lakers lost on 30 last night. I didn't watch the second of games. That's a choice. That's a fucking choice, bro. I know Dame had 55. And Austin Rivers praying to God out there. They ain't missed a shot. I didn't watch it because I said, oh, okay, I got a choice. If I watch that, I know I'm not getting another three. Right. If I stay until 10, even like the first quarter of the Lakers game, I might get another three. So we're not even going to turn the broken game on. We're going to sit here and read. We're going to read about, we're gonna read about day trading. Choice. You got to teach niggas to do that before you inject the money. Again, I'm not against reparations. I don't. I think it's an impractical solution. I, I think it would be very hard to distribute if we're talking about real reparations. But I'm not against it. It's just that okay, once niggas get the money, nothing structurally has changed so that niggas can get that money and then. They go to exponential growth. They just don't know about real estate. So how they gonna buy this shit with the money they got? 
say, well, you buy a house cash, good. Now, now all your check gone. How you gonna pay the mortgage? If you buy your shit cash, you still have not increased your income one bit. So now you got the house, and the house is generating wealth for you, but your income the same, nigga. You're not taking that income and investing smartly. Or reading the day trading, but this nigga say you gotta if you gotta every trade gotta be strategic. You trading against the best traders in the world, you trading against machines. High frequency traders. Every every decision you make gotta be strategic. If niggas don't think like that, it don't matter how much money you give them. It's not gonna work. It's not gonna work long term. So then, in another 50 years, you still going to be talking about another reparations. No, you only get one of those. My point is always just prepare yourself for a fucking reparation, bro. Don't, don't ask for some shit that you're not prepared to receive. And then, what you going to give up? Oh, you don't want to give up nothing, huh? I get, I give up, I give up a white person calling me nigga in the street and I can't do shit. That's how much that shit worth to me. If you're talking about, you know, you talking about twenty trillion dollars, whatever you want to give in terms of reparations, you're talking about just giving out individual checks. You're talking about giving me five, six hundred thousand dollars. A white person calling me nigga all day. They can come to my house in my dinner while I'm eating dinner and just call me a nigga for an hour straight. I don't give a fuck. This house pays for the day trading fund set up and I can invest in the coaching business. We already ready to go. Y'all mm. niggas not ready like that. But what's gonna happen is you give these niggas money, everybody think they're a business owner now. They're gonna be leaving their corporate job to go start the business. I'm going to have a food truck outside, chicken and waffle food truck. Because mm. everybody loves your chicken because your, your eight, the eight people in your family when you cook at the cookout like your chicken and waffles. Right? I told you, but my cousin said we should open a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> what is he talking about? Because he said, because he tastes the real recipe, and he said, you yeah, the real sweet. Mm-hmm. I know, bro, that's 10,000 hours. I know. I was teaching my, from the morning, I was teaching my dad how to cook the ribs. This man, this man, he kept, you know, oh, what, what, what temperature do you got to cook the ribs? I said, bro, you ain't got to even worry about that. I got the, I got the formula so down there, I don't even, it doesn't even matter what the temperature is. I can tell by how I look. I can tell by how the ribs look when they're ready to do certain things. I can pick it up and tell by the feel. And I'm a novice. Mm. You got niggas out there with barbecue restaurants that's cooking three, four proteins in 12 hours. Different temperatures, different types of meat, different cuts, different, different seasonings, different sauces. No, it ain't. Like, I'm not doing that. I be sitting up there in the film room watching these niggas cook these barbecue with the barbecue content. 
I said, yo, we can do that. I said, no, we cannot. <laughs> I said, no, we cannot. Them niggas spend hundreds and thousands of dollars on food, bro. When them niggas say they cooking a they cooking a pork shoulder, they go get three or four pork shoulders for eight slices. You gotta cook each one of them shits perfect to make no money. The fuck are you talking about? We can't do that. But these niggas don't these niggas don't understand. Because when I was still nigga, I got I already got the I got the barbecue restaurant already planned out. I got a menu on my computer right now for the barbecue restaurant. But that's what niggas would do with their money, bro. I've always wanted to do this, and I got the money, now I'm going to do this. But when that shit crashed and burned in two years, you back ain't over to America. Dumbass niggas. Dumbass niggas. I niggas want to start barbecue restaurants and car washes and nigga, the fish spot and all that shit. Mm-hmm. Barber shops and I'm going to start a clothing line. I said, bro, do you know how much work it takes to start a clothing line? Like, y'all niggas think, y'all niggas think this shit is a joke, bro. You not niggas that really do this. I'm not, I used to be a high fashion person. I don't care. So I know what the fuck it. I, I'm a high fashion person. I just ain't got the money for it. Mm-hmm. Man, my cousin, my cousin said she she brought with a nigga that used to that used to be in the streets. So he said he, he get the fresh kids. I said, bro, give me a pair of Balenciagas, please, please. Give me a pair of twelve hundred dollar suit, twelve hundred dollar shoes. And I was like, damn, why are these shits twelve hundred dollars? They don't even look all that good. Honestly, the reason I'm one is because I heard J. Cole say it in a freestyle. He being honest, still nigga. Mm-hmm. Still nigga. But then when you get into the process, bro, when Gucci make them make the Gucci slippers and the Gucci shirts, the process is so meticulous. Everything from the fabric to the fabric that's being chosen, where it's produced, how it's produced, and where you put the logo, and how you do it. For that shit is, that shit has been researched and researched, that's hundreds of hours of work at the front end to start making Gucci. Because then you have to, man, they got, they got the shit called neuromarketing. Niggas just studying brain patterns and brain movement and how the brain reacts to certain patterns and certain sounds and certain things in the advertising. That's where the world is going to. These niggas are studying your brain to figure out what you will buy. And you think because you got a little, because you got a reparation check, you're going to do Gucci? That you gonna do old navy? That you gonna do gap? That you gonna, that you can do what they can do? You bullshit! Bullshit, bro. 
part of the event with my roommate. You got the PPP roll. They made a batch of body butter yet. They made a batch of body butter. Yeah, I know this shit because I was right there with him. Mm-hmm. I was making the I was making the body butter too. I was making this shit. He told me how to whip it. He told me how to whip. He told me how to whip the pot. Nigga <laughs> told me how to whip the pot, bro. So now I'm looking at it like, okay, okay, damn, bro. I'm looking at it. Okay, so if I'm gonna get the raw shit, that shit gonna cost me about thirty dollars a pound. Get that. Let me let me let me start researching. Okay, what's the health benefits of this? Okay, let me let me get the ingredients so that I can help. Like, nigga, it, if you want to do it right, bro, unless you unless you scaling up big again, when we talk about economies of scale, unless you scaling up big, it's gonna cost you about a hundred to get all the ingredients to whip up the butter, whip up the body butter. Hundred dollars per batch, and you you can make probably. Seven, eight badges. So to break even, got to sell for $13. To break even, to make a little bit of profit, got to sell for $13. That's great until you go in the store and run out of the same container in the store for big people who made body butter cost five sixty seven. My pain is twice as much for your shit. You trying to sell it for fifteen dollars? Okay, you trying to sell it for fifteen dollars? Cool. How long does it last? That's what he only. That's what this nigga kept saying. Oh man, now nah, this shit, this shit lasts me a good three, four months. That means, nigga, when you sell it, they not coming back for another three or four months. Mm. So then, bro. That means, okay, I got to go get a fan base. Don't that sound like what you seem to be doing with the music? I need to go market this shit. I got to go get, I have to go get a high volume of customers since I know that they're not coming back for two or three months. Each customer, I'm only getting probably $60 a year out of a customer. But you're not looking at it like that. But, but you had a platform. Stupid ass. Stupid ass shit. That's just stupid. 